You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hello, je m'appelle Courtney. And yo soy Allison. <laughs> That's the limited amount of French I know. And we are Courtney and Allison of the Double X Files. Yay! Yay. It's it's an extra special special Double X Files because we got kicked out of our Double X Fort. Uh, because the power's out right now, and it is an apocalypse happening outside. Let us, uh, let us set a little scene for you guys. So, in the first three minutes of these, uh, this episode, the power just cut right out. Um, it's completely gone. And so we kind of had to set up a little Wi-Fi hotspot and watch on a laptop while the wind was just tearing up all the trees outside. While I was waiting for a large ginkgo tree to blow right through my house, because that's what we have outdoors. Uh, so it's a little spooky. I would say it's spookier than normal. And so we did. We chose not to go down in stairs in the dark, deep down basement with no windows. And no light. And no, and no light to record. So now we're in my bedroom. That is accurate. I can confirm I am laying on Courtney's bed that she shares with her husband. <laughs> How does that feel? You know what? It's... It's weird. (laughs) I lay on your bed when we write stuff. Yeah, that's true. It's not that weird. (laughs) It's the illusion of of Courtney's bedroom is gone. What does she do here? I don't know. There is no more illusion. (laughs) Okay, um, so we have a super spoops atmosphere outside, and this episode was super spooky. It was pretty spooky, It was pretty good. Um, do you have the description? Well, I'm going to say Eventually. No. <laughs> um, while you're getting the Netflix description, I will tell you that I am, what is it, 7 for 8 in my projections, which is really odd. <laughs> um, uh, I predicted that this was a um, uh, tribute to The Thing, uh, where we're going to have a icy arctic um group of scientists who go fucking nuts because uh there is something infecting them and and i even said like a infected husky and stuff but there was there was a dog which i was really excited for yeah it was more of a mutt it was a mutt i don't know border collie-esque um so i am seven for eight uh which is super super exciting um and since we have no oh do we have internet I just set up a hotspot. Oh, awesome. See, look, we are working through this together. (laughs) We're going to make it. We're going to make it after all. So here is a bit of a description for season one, episode eight, entitled Ice. FBI special agents Fox Mulder and Dana Scully investigate the deaths of an Alaskan research team. Isolated and alone, the agents and their accompanying team discover the existence of extraterrestrial parasitic organisms that drive their hosts into impulsive fits of rage. A.K.A. The Thing. Which is, it was. And, and I guess I got, I was upset that I was like so like The Thing, but it was a little bit different and still had its own spookiness involved in it. So I'm overall happy with it. It was like a The Thing fan fiction with Mulder and Skelly inserted into it. <laughs> I bet you it's out there. Oh yeah, I'm hey, sure it is. Hey Anne, hey Anne, can you find us and or <laughs> find us a thing and or uh, Mulder and Scully fan fiction? That'd be great. Thanks. Yep. Or if anyone out there wants to write one, we will read it on air. That would be amazing, and with, we will with sultry voices. Oh, so silky smooth. Because <laughs> that's how, that's the kind of voices we have. <laughs> um, okay, so I actually wrote down. Guess what? I nailed it. Um, because uh, the first couple shots shots are Arctic Station, dog, sweaty, bloody, shirtless guy. Yeah, definitely the thing. Definitely my prediction was true. So that was awesome. Um, so it opens up with a very sweaty, very damaged young man, uh, shirtless, uh, for the ladies with some bloody, bloody pecs, and the men as well. Uh, and 
and uh, he is going crazy with a gun. He's setting up a camera. Um, I guess it's their like journal entry. Yeah, but also like I think it's a radio station, isn't it? Or is that not? I don't know. I not using. Oh yeah, maybe they're sending because. I think they are sending the, the videos out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's recording and he says, we're not who we are. We are not who we are. Which he could have been clearer. Yeah, that was a very vague way to put that. <laughs> if he's like, yeah, man, there's a fucking worm in my head. Sorry. Like, he could have said that. It was a very, like, Russ Cole way to put that. It like, true detective Time is a flat circle. We are not who we are. Kind of way to put it. I actually wrote, is that a Smith song? <laughs> like, Might as well be. It could, it could. I mean, maybe it is. Um, but but if you're infected and you know you're infected and you know that there are it there are issues happening with your whole situation, um, you you would say something a little bit more clearer. Or maybe oh, the yeah. worm. I don't know. Maybe You'd be the, like, hey, we've been infected. By something we drilled up out of the ice. Yeah. And it's making us all loopy and angry. I guess Mulder wouldn't have anything to do then, but whatever. I don't care. That's, that's fair. <laughs> um, but anyway, him and another crazy, crazy infected guy start wrestling and choking each other. And then they have this weird, like, eye-to-eye connection. And then they shoot each other. No, don't they shoot themselves? Oh, they shoot. Yeah, they shoot, shoot themselves. Yeah, they shoot themselves. Yeah. They both shoot themselves at the same time. They both and they fall down. Yeah. And they fall, they fall down. They just went to sleep, Allison. <laughs> Ketchup comes out. <laughs> or BBQ pork. <laughs> um, so uh, that was our opener. And then we cut uh, after our intro to Mulder and Scully. And Scully is showing Mulder these tapes that the Arctic Ice Corps team have sent. And it ends, the tapes end with... Um, the death video or the guy with the guy saying we are not who we are sort of thing uh and scully's like hey this is a creepy how did they get okay i think Mulder was showing the tapes to scully was wasn't he? he was he yeah because then okay. he was like yeah there's this thing and someone has to go up and investigate it but no one wants to go investigate it and so we drew the short straws and now we have to so it wasn't even like it wasn't Mulder's oh. usual thing of like, here's this weird thing we're going to go check out. And Scully's like, no big deal. It's nothing. So this was like, they didn't necessarily want to have to go up there. They just had to go up because we're like, they, I don't know, someone was like, who's expendable? Mulder and Scully Mulder are. Mulder and Scully are. Yeah, it's in um, Nome, Alaska or outside Nome, Alaska. Oh, no, the airfield is in Nome, oh, they, Alaska. Oh, and they were in Ice Cap. They were in Icy Cape. Oh, Icy Cape. Not- ice, ice Cap is a refreshing drink from Tim Hortons. Go to your local Tim Hortons and get one today. Hey, Tim Hortons, will you sponsor us? Please. Oh, that would be amazing. Right? Free Ice Caps. Oh, I would. We would be talking like this. Because our mouth would be full of Tim bits. Yeah. <laughs> like 20 of them at a time. <laughs> uh, Tim Hortons is great. Uh, by Tim Hortons. Uh, Canadian podcast. <laughs> Can- CanCon. Um, yeah, so Mulder and Scully are OBS uh, um, expendable. Yeah. So the FBI is sending them there. Now, I don't know. In the X-Files, there's a lot of like, you're out of your jurisdiction and you're out of your jurisdiction and my jurisdiction is bigger than your jurisdiction and waving around of jurisdictions. Um, now, if... A scientist die in a somewhat suicidal way would they really send the fbi there that is a very good question and i do not know uh because you would think i don't know i don't know how the well, jurisdiction goes like, part of it will probably depend on where their research team is from if they're from a certain university or foundation oh yeah um these are just random geologists i guess just a team well they should i mean they got funding from somewhere so if they have yeah. federal funding so oh. then perhaps they would send the fbi who are the oh. federal bureau of investigation yeah um per- let's just assume they had federal funding yeah let's just, let's just go with that uh we're nitpicking this one because i don't want to get to the spooky parts oh yeah that's fair um, um but one thing that i did like this about this is that before they showed the death video they showed also like a quick video of this team like being happy and successful and hanging out mm-hmm. uh in their arctic station and the guy said um after a, a certain amount of stick with itness we finally managed to drill down into the ice and retrieve some ice cores. And I was like, oh boy, stick with itness. What a delightful phrase. 
<laughs> We're gonna trademark that. Yeah. On t-shirts. That's ours now. Yeah. Stick it. Stick with itness. Brought to you by Tim Hortons. <laughs> and the Double X Files. No, just Tim Hortons. <laughs> Tim Hortons owns us now. Yep. Um. So, uh, Mulder and Scully go to Nome, the airfield where they're meeting up with their crew. Yeah. Uh, which uh, we meet in this. There's this awkward cinematography moment where you have the scientists kind of like listening to some sports and then turning around and then Mulder and Scully is there. And who is this scientist? Kenny Banya from Seinfeld. So exciting. We were very excited. We were like, is that, is that, it's Banya. It's Banya. It's Banya. Awesome. Why do we call it Oval Team? It's not Oval. And it's not for teens? <laughs> no, it's just not Oval. Oh. It's gold, Jerry, gold. That that's guy. gold. That's that's Banya. Yeah, we love Banya here. So I, I assume that, like, this is the same time during um, uh, Seinfeld, like the height of Seinfeld. So I assume they just, like, trade Oh, yeah. Well, it's 93, so. So I'm excited for, like, um, uh... Putty? Putty to show up, and, He's um, not sponge-worthy, you guys. <laughs> not even a little bit. And vegetable lasagna. <laughs> and Jay Peterman. Oh, Jay Peterman! I, I would hope that Jay Peterman... Didn't. If Jay Peterman doesn't show up, I feel guys. like this has been pointless. <laughs> That's my new mission. Well, I like when, when Seth Green showed up, I'm like, I said, there has to be more, like, 90s things going on. And when we got our first Seinfeldian uh, uh, care, I'm very excited. So we are cheering for Banya this whole time, because he's, but because he's the comedic kind of relief, you know he did. Oh, he soups did. Yeah. So they meet um, him, and then Banya. they meet two other scientists, one who looks slightly like Gene Wilder. Yeah. Um, and the other one. That is Felicity Huffman, the Huff with the stuff. Who who was she married to? Oh, um, William H Macy. William H Macy. But let's not define her by her. No, 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 no. But <laughs> but that was she in Fargo? I don't know. Felicity Huffman. I don't know. She was in Desperate Housewives. Okay, maybe because she had super Fargo hair in this one. She had major Fargo hair, but so did Scully. <laughs> yes, everyone was finally quaffed. Uh, and those are the scientists, um, Gene Wilder and Felicity Huffman. Not actual Gene Wilder, just a guy who looks like Gene Wilder. And Felicity Huffman and Banya. And also a rough and tough uh, guy by the name of Bear who's going to fly the, um, this ragtag crew to the Arctic spot uh, to investigate. Icy Cape. To Icy Cape. To Icy Cape. Um, and I did like that Gene Wilder says to Bear, like, hey, can we see some credentials? And Bear's like, I'm the only person willing to fly you people up there, so those are my credentials. <laughs> and Gene Wilder's like, oh, I guess I better just shove it then. Yeah. Which he does. Yeah, because when they all meet, when the scientists all meet, they, there's like two minutes of them like passing around their cards. It was like a pretty good like five-way meet-cute, yeah, I would say. Like Japanese businessmen. Yeah. Here's my card. Here's my card. Sniffing the cards and like, ooh, yes, nice card. Did you get it embossed? Oh, very nice. <laughs> oh, wood grain. Ooh, ooh. interesting. <laughs> Uh, so Bear, um, now looking at this ragtag crew, you knew, uh, when they were getting into this deadly situation, number one, Banya's dead because he's the comedic relief. Yeah. Number two, Bear is also probably dead and probably the first one dead because he's their ride out of there. Um, and spoilers, that happens, <laughs> but we'll talk about oh, it yeah. more in we'll detail. Oh, yeah, we'll get there. Uh, so it was kind of, I don't know, it was kind of um, easy to pick out who was who. Oh, one thing I, one line I didn't want to mention, I did want to mention because I liked it a lot, um, was that when they just said that they were going to the Icy Cape, um, Mulder says to Skelly, bring your mittens. And that is not the last of Mulder's sassy lines in, in this episode. I got super sass today. Bring your mittens. Bring your mittens. Uh, so he, they go to the um, abandoned, well, I guess not abandoned because there's dead bodies in there, uh, ice space uh, research facility. Uh, and, of course, there's dead bodies and, and everything. And Mulder says, oh, before we touch any, every, anything, we have to do a full document, you know, document the scene very, very carefully. To which I say, Mulder, you've, I have never seen you document no, any sort of I've crime scene. Only ever, ever seen him march into a crime scene and immediately start fucking shit up. <laughs> the phone is off the hook. I'm gonna put it back on again. Oh, I better like pull all these rocks off this grave, this oh. shallow grave I found in the woods. Let me just really check this out in a tactile fashion. <laughs> let me let me 
uncover a dead body and kind of touch it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Just, and then that's proper police work is uh, what that is. So I don't know who gave him a talking to. Someone smoking man was like, <laughs> you got to cut that shit out, Mulder. It's not professional. But but I'm just so excited, Dad. <laughs> oh, what if it's his dad? Smoking I, man is his dad? I'm willing to entertain that. Okay. We've only seen smoking man, what, twice? Two or three times. Okay. Well, I'm going to put that in one of my predictions. That Smoking Man is Mulder's dad? They're, they're, yeah, they're familiar. And then they discover it just as, as Smoking Man... Um, Dies of cancer? Yes. Yeah. And then it's <laughs> a very bittersweet moment. Or or Deep Throat. Maybe Deep Throat and Smoking Man are both, uh, both fucked uh, Mulder's mom, and so they both don't know who is the dad. And Mulder was born of, like, a weird sperm cocktail? <laughs> yeah. I like it. I can get in, I'm going to get into it. That, Guys, I'm, mark I'm that it. mark that down as one of my predictions. Yeah. Um, okay, so Mulder makes sure that we don't touch anything in this facility because obviously that is proper FBI, uh, 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 the way you do things. Um, and as he does this, we have a doggy. A dog. A, so, ra- a seemingly rabid dog. So excited to see everyone. Yeah, he's just wagging. And just... just hops right on hops right on Mulder and goes arr, 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 and does not bite him well you, he does bite him but it doesn't break the skin oh, yeah, as opposed gotta... to bear who's he does break the skin yes because Mulder is sporting a sweet puffy vest yeah. type situation you can't break that shit <laughs> a Marty McFly-esque yeah like, um yeah so doggy leaps upon Mulder Bites up, uh, bites up the puffy jacket, is not successful, so then leaps on Bear, and Bear gets bit real good. Oh, yeah. And so you know this is the start of the infection. This is, he, Bear is our new patient zero. Yeah, but, well, dog is patient zero. Dog is patient zero. What would you call that, what would you name that dog? I always play this game. Roscoe. Roscoe? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no! I already oh, no. used that name. I just like that name. Rusty. Rusty? Yeah. Rusty. He's so cute. What would you name him? Um, Professor Professor Snacko. I love that <laughs> name. I love it so much. <laughs> um, whenever I see like dog shows or something we play, what would you call that dog? I like that a lot. So now that's that's the new <laughs> thing we're gonna do. That's that's our new um that's a new bit. What would you call that <laughs> what dog? Would you call that dog, Professor Snacko, or any animal? <laughs> yeah. To be honest. Um, so doggy bit, uh, um, dog bit bear, dog bit bear and, um, bear got blued and they found out later when they, um, held the dog down and I guess, yeah, like examined him that he had some black nodules under his armpit. Black plague. Yeah. They, they're like, but that's a bubonic plague. And also our super. That never comes up again. That's not, that's really weird that that never comes up, that they never mention it again. Well, that's expensive makeup to kind of. Yeah, but like if this thing comes from a crater underneath like 6,000 feet of ice, Mm. how is it leaving symptoms similar to the bubonic plague? Maybe it was a red herring. I don't care for red herrings. (laughs) I know you don't. That's why I said it was a red herring. (laughs) I don't care for them at all. Maybe some diseases look like other diseases very slightly. A good red herring is brought up and then later explained. That's true. This really wasn't. This is just a symptom. Yeah, um, the dog had the cute little dog armpit. uh, (laughs) So fluffy. uh, Had um, little uh, inflamed black lymph nodes, um, which is a symptom of bubonic plague. But they were also checking out, like, around its neck. Yeah. And we get our first, like, really creepy under-the-skin crawly thing. Yeah, there is something something crawling around under that dog's skin. And I think from my history with the X-Files, um, I, I want to say this thing happens a lot. Does it? Well, not like, not like this specific parasite, mm-hmm. but like under the skin crawly things. Ooh. Like multiple episodes. Oh no. In fact, um, I seem to remember one thing that ruined me was Mulder's like being held down on a table with a light and everything else is dark. And there's this like machine that's like dropping goopy stuff in his eyeballs oh and then God. he gets like crawly things under his skin that sounds terrifying maybe it was just a dream but i swear there's more crawly things i hope it's a dream so this is our first crawly thing thing and it's i don't like it i don't like it at all it's no gross. it's it's pretty unpleasant um 
so doggy has crawly thing doggy is very um upset uh but now bear is uh got bit by doggy yeah and he's, he's super sweaty yeah he's and super he sweaty. um he goes to like change or settle down or whatever he takes off his shirt and lifts up his arm and we can see he's got those pit nods he's yeah. got those pit nodules <laughs> and uh so we know he's he knows he knows he's infected but he doesn't want to let on and so he just is a real creep about it so there's some signs happening afterwards like vanya is talking about um how these scientists were digging further than they thought they would to retrieve ice cores right um and they hit a meteor they well no they dug twice as deep as they as it showed on the chart as Vanya told Mulder um and then so the reason it was so deep is because there was a meteor impact where they were digging so there was more ice than anticipated and so and Mulder heard the uh word um meteor and just went nuts like oh inside aliens aliens aliens." oh yeah yeah so we know this is gonna be an alien alien situation um so, oh, is that when they look at the blood, too? Um, no, they look at the blood. <sighs> because there's this whole conversation about, um, hey, we can't bring back these bodies because of Maybe that is when they look at the blood. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Because they look at, because that's what Scully is doing, is she's pulling blood samples from the dead bodies and looking at them under the microscope. Yeah. And what she sees is there's, like, a little wiggly worm in the blood sample. And yes. they are like, well, this must be a larval form of a bigger of a bigger organism. Worm. Okay. And um and so it, again, kind of kind of cool like little wormy graphics. Mm-hmm. Kind of cool. Uh so then that's the situation where they say, "Oh, well we can't bring these bodies back because what happens if um it infects more people we don't yeah. know what it is and they're also i think at that point they start to realize like oh and if we go back there's a possibility that we'll be infected yeah, yeah they start kind of looking at and actually i actually wrote um super cool zombie stress situation going oh. on here yeah where I, and the, i mean zombies are still kind of are they fresh still yeah they're still hot or zombies still hot? they're on the way out but they're still a little warm to the touch <laughs> What's what's gonna replace zombies? Do you think vampires are done? Frankenstein's Fra- Frankenstein's monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe is gonna be in that new movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Frankenstein's monsters. Multiple Frankenstein's and multiple monsters. Multiple Frankenstein's, multiple monsters. They're building multiple. You heard it here first. The, <laughs> the Frankenstein family is going to. You know, we're going to see all branches of its tree, and they're going to build <laughs> multiple monsters. Oh, that would be a good movie. The Frankenstein family tree? Yeah, with the, all of their different monsters that they've all built. That'd be cool, and they're reflected of their own personality. Yeah, a but, little... it, like, directed by Wes Anderson. <laughs> and little Sally, little Sally Frankenstein, like, is building the, like, most atrocious, like, god-awful monster, and everyone's like, what is up with her? I'm just, I'm imagining, like, a real Royal Tenenbaums vibe to this. Owen Wilson, like. Hey, if you guys want to write this movie, like, <laughs> do it. But I get a story by credit. Okay. You get an executive producer credit. <laughs> I get nothing. <laughs> well. Um, yeah, they have this. It, and that's when I started feeling, like, this is a cool episode. That whole panic, like, oh, geez, this is, like, a like a patient zero situation where yeah. where that we need to con- that we're all contaminated possibly but also we don't want it to get out because yeah. we don't know what it is we don't know is it going to kill us and it's like, very self-sacrificing of yeah them. no like, i in a way that i'd be like get me on that fucking plane i don't care what happens to humanity but i'm getting out of here after you eat us all oh yeah because <laughs> you're hungry yeah 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 <laughs> um i am always hungry <laughs> Um, this is where, when they start having that conversation and have this kind of cool zombie moment, and I say zombie moment because it's, you know, that trope in all of, like, Walking Dead, it's like, are you infected? Yeah. Let me see. And then people get crazy, and then the audience is like, well, who is really infected? I don't know. Um, I don't know if there was anything like that in the 90s. I mean, 
Well, there was, like, stuff like The Thing and Alien and whatnot. The Thing and Alien. I mean, The Thing was... I, this is based on The Thing. Yeah. But there was nothing... I want... I know people are going to yell at me, but I'm going to say the zombie trope was not... Oh, well, not as pervasive, but not there were pervasive. definitely... I mean, there was beforehand with, like, Evil Dead and yeah. that sort of thing. But I think it took on a different sort of shape in the 2000s. Yeah, 90s. Yes, yes, definitely. I mean, I think, I mean, 90s were heavy vampire? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want Heavy vamps. Uh, heavy vamps. <laughs> um, yeah, so this was, I mean, other than the thing, uh, and please let us know if there's what other horror movies were like this of the time. Uh, but this was kind of a neat, like, zombie panic moment. Yeah, and I like that, okay, so basically what happens is the scientists are like, well, what we need to do to rule out infection is we need a blood sample from mm -hmm. everyone, and we need a stool sample from everyone. So they just hand out jars for pooping. And Banya is like, mm, I don't know, that's going to be pretty hard after a long trip. Banya! <laughs> Come on! <laughs> He's a nervous pooper. Stop it! <laughs> Can you poop on demand? when another person demands it or when my body demands it? When, when I say, Allison, you need to provide me with a stool sample right now. Oh, no, it's very difficult. Yeah, see? I have a question. Yeah. How do you collect a poop sample? Do you poop in the jar? No, well... That'd be very awkward. <laughs> that's, I mean, maybe in a remote Alaskan outpost you do, but usually you are you are given some kind of, like, tub to put in the toilet. Oh. And then you just, you go into there, and then you have to, like, kind of... Like a gold panning tub? <laughs> yeah, and then you just kind of have to, like, scoop it out to put in the sample oh, containers. Oh, okay. Guys, don't get too excited, but I have given a stool sample. Have you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was there. Oh, God. <laughs> She was not. I was 16. <laughs> I've never given a poop sample before. I don't think. Maybe not. I give lots of blood samples. Oh, yeah. poop. No. Well, I learned something today. You did. You gold gold pan for poop in the toilet. Yes, you do. Um, I always thought, like, do you, like, sit on the jar <laughs> and just hope for the best? Like you do with a urine sample. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Urine sample, you kind of just You kind of, like, direct it, it under yeah, the stream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It gets messy. It's more sometimes. difficult for girls. I wish sometimes I had a dick because that would have been way oh, easier. yeah. You just put it right in there and then <laughs> Stick it in. Like, if you were a person with with a penis, like, that's way easier. It's just than... like dipping a biscotti in a coffee. <laughs> just put it right in there. Fill it up. Guys, this is now Poop Chat 101. <laughs> <laughs> Urine samples 102. Uh, I Oh, yeah. So they're talking about samples. Everyone's got to get a poop sample and a blood sample. And Banya's like, I'm a nervous pooper. And then Bear's basically just like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm hitting the bricks. I'm going to fly back to Nome, and I don't care what the fuck you guys do. So obviously he's infected. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, well, sir, sir, we can't let you leave, sir. Sir, sir, Excuse sir. me, sir. Um, and then finally they kind of, they seem like they've kind of convinced him. And he's like, fine, give me the jar. And they pass him a poop jar. And he just smashes it over Mulder's head. Oh, my God. Like. That could cause some serious damage. That could get some shards in your brain. That was like a pickle jar. I don't know. It how was much... a thick jar. Yeah, it was a, th it was a thick jar. Mulder may have had. Maybe he was acting so weird because he had a concussion. It's very possible. Um. So Bear smashes Mulder across the face, across the head. We're like, oh damn! And then he makes a run for it. Yeah, and, and... they all like wrestle him down. No, no, no! This oh. is when small little Scully. Oh, yeah. Flings herself and tackles. She this, tackles like, him. Six foot, two hundred pound man. It was amazing. So good. She does a lot of tackling this episode. She does do a lot of tackling. She's very tough this episode. Yeah, like last episode, she wasn't really there. But mm -hmm. this episode, there was quite a lot of Scully, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. hell yeah. She gets naked. Um, so after. Oh, no. They hold him down. They hold him down, and they see the wiggly thing on the back of his neck, and they cut it out. Oh, yeah. So That's they, not sanitary. No, they slice open his neck, and they pull this worm out, and he, like, immediately dies. And they put the worm in a and jar. like, nice one, Gene Wilder. Yeah, way to go, Gene Wilder. <laughs> um, and then uh, they realize a couple things here, which is that the worm survives in ammonia, and yeah. also that it um, hangs out in the hypothalamus. Yeah. 
Which makes people get real Hulk angry when they have one in them. Can you explain to the greater public what a hypothalamus is, Allison? More or less. It um, is part of the brain uh, that helps to regulate your emotions. Is it the dangly bit by your brain stem? Uh, I can't really visualize it right okay. now or exactly what you're talking about. So <laughs> I, I'm going to say... Well, let me show you. Take off my head. <laughs> oh, yes. Interesting. Very good. It is that part. Okay. okay. Oh, put, put heads back on. <laughs> Sorry, this is radio, guys. You can't see what I just did. But... It was super cool. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's uh, it attaches to the hypothalamus and makes you get really Hulk angry, yeah. real rage out, and then um, and when, kills other people. Yeah, it kills. It makes you kill other people, and then also when you try to remove the worm or get rid of it, it emits a poison. Yeah, that kills its host. So basically, when they pulled the worm out of him, it released a poison that killed bear. Yeah, worm killed bear. And Scully actually points out, well, what is good is a parasite that kills other potential hosts. Yeah. So, but that kind of comes... Oh, I don't know if that ever really gets I don't answered. Know that, I, think, I think, yes, it kind of does, but I don't want to spoil it. Okay. I'll do it later. It's that whole thing with the two worms, one host. Oh, okay, I yeah, see, yeah. Yeah, 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 we'll talk about it later. Um, so little buggy bug eats the hormones and makes people angry, and that's why Bear got so fucking pissed off. And that's why the two, everyone either killed each other or killed themselves in the, the original scientist guys. Yeah. So basically, they're kind of like, okay, well, now should we check each other out and yeah. make sure no one's infected? Um, and they do. They all just kind of strip down and check do each they? other out. Is that, that comes later, doesn't Does it? it? Yeah, because that comes with the shrinkage joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. dick joke. This is. This oh, no, is... I've got that's next for me. Oh. You um, it's that one where after Bear dies, Scully and Mulder have that very large. Oh yeah, large... they have their shouting match yeah. about aliens. It's like um, yeah. So Mulder and Scully are kind of, I guess, bagging up the dead bodies. Yeah. Out kind of in the not in the main section, but like where it's, I guess, the like walkway. Mm-hmm. And Mulder like walks out of the dark, and he's like, "Aliens, bro." Like, <laughs> we need to preserve these things because we need to know how to defend ourselves if if they ever attack or if this gets out or whatever. Or if I, like, want to bang one. <laughs> I need to know what it's thinking. Um, and Scully's like, no, you idiot. We are fucking eradicating everything so it doesn't get out. And Mulder's just like, I guess he wants something to bring back so he just has proof mm-hmm. of alien life. Because this is pretty big. If it did come from a meteor, that's huge. Like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that's huge. That's it is some kind of alien, alien life. life. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, I'm right. Uh, but but Scully's like, no, we are fucking... She actually said, like, burning, burning yeah, this Yeah, we're going to burn the bodies. We're going to get just torch everything. A.K.A. the thing where they have the torch and just fucking eradicate everything. Yeah. And I was so hoping Scully was going to have a flamethrower. Oh, my God. Oh, so cool. That'd be amazing. Small, angry Scully, like, just lighting things up. It was great. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Aliens, bro. They come off of meteorites from another planet, etc., uh, etc. Et <laughs> and Scully and Mulder are having this huge, big, loud conversation. And the other scientists are like, uh. Yeah. And then also they're like, um, well, you know, these FBI agents, they probably knew what they were walking into before they came up here. And it's kind of like, well, you can tell the exact extent of what they knew and know by the very loud argument they're having. They're really not playing it close to the chest here. They are just shouting everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Scully's like, you're an idiot. And Mo's like, aliens. <laughs> we have some, you know, but. Yeah, um, so they, the other scientists go up to Mulder and Scully, and this is where the confront, uh, yeah. confrontation comes in, like, we need to start checking each Yeah, because Gene Wilder and Hoffman are like, we we think you guys might be infected because one of the symptoms is aggression, and you're having a really loud, angry, like, <laughs> argument, so why don't we all just strip down, we're gonna check each other. And Scully's like, have you talked to Mulder before? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you would have a large argument. Ar- loud argument too if you knew the man is impossible oh my god yeah so they have a strip thing yeah and they all strip and check each other out for nodules and no one has any nodules and that is a but success it's also like um the boys 
the 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 Banya and Gene Wilder and Mulder all like check each other out, mm-hmm. and then then the Mulder makes the one liner of, "Hey guys, it's uh, cold out, so uh, yeah, like you know. remember we're in the Arctic, yeah, <laughs> so my dick is real small, <laughs> shrinkage, dicks are so cute sometimes. Oh God, <laughs> uh, I was in the pool." <laughs> Let's just have a Seinfeld watch along. Okay. Okay. Okay, guys, this is about Seinfeld now. Banya. <laughs> um, and then, oh, this is also when, so while Mulder's making dick jokes, uh, Scully and Fliss uh, uh, and Huffman have this, like, moment. Yeah, it's a real, like, tender. tender. Yeah. And they're, like, staring at each other. Yeah. And I think it's supposed to be, like, a moment of, phew, no one has nodules. Um, but, but it's really just, like, mmm. Oh, yeah, because, sh- well, I don't want to spoil her or anything, but but the Huffman has the... Is, is, oh, yeah. She she is... Sorry, guys. Spoilers. Uh, she's the one infected. But, so, Scully didn't... Maybe she was, like... But Ooh. remember, the nodules disappear. Oh, yeah, that's right. The nodules disappear. I don't know how that was established, though. Oh, well, because they, you know, the dog had the nodules and um, Bear had the nodules, but none of the dead bodies did. Oh. So they were like, oh, maybe they disappear. Maybe they disappear. I guess so. I don't know. Or maybe Scully was too um, infatuated with her beautiful breasts. Yeah, that she was just like, well, there might be some nodules, but I couldn't care about them. Not with these things. Honk, honk. <laughs> oh, Scully. I told you, she's the huff with the stuff. <laughs> I love lesbian and or bi Scully. Yeah. I love that. my favorite. And just, just, just like, just pansexual Scully would be my favorite thing. That would be the best. I think, I think she'd be into it too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, shrinkage joke and Scully's filling up another woman and, uh, oh, they all go to bed. Yeah. They go to bed and, um. I've got to go to my bunk. Yeah. Everyone has to go to their bunk after that. So Skelly gets into her room and there's a very sweet pinup poster that says bosom body bosom buddies on the bottom with super 90s like pinup playboys with giant boobs and like g-strings. Yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. Oh boy. Um and then she like looks at the photos of that this guy had in his room and she's like, "Oh no, he had a family." And then she pushes the dresser against the door cuz she doesn't want anyone to come in. Yeah. She's freaked out. Yeah, she's pretty uh, freaked out. And, and then and Mulder is still shirtless, mm-hmm. probably still naked. He goes to sleep. He's fine. His conscience is clear. Yeah. Uh, F- uh, Felicity Huffman cries herself to sleep. And Gene Wilder makes a list of, like, a kill list or something. Yeah, he makes a kill list. And Banya's just listening to his radio. Yeah. Um. So later, Mulder wakes up in the middle of the night. And I guess he heard something. Yeah, still, he heard a door. Still shirtless. Still shirtless. Gets out. And then he goes, so he goes into the sort of, um, laboratory proper and looks around and then he notices the fridge where the ice cores are kept. Um, and he kind of like looks over it and he's like, what's going on? And cause he notices that there's some blood on the edge of the metal and Uh it's like dripping down into a pool of water and blood. It it was actually kind of cool the way it was diffusing out. Uh, Anytime the show does diffusing blood, I like it. Um, so (laughs) he just like diffusing blood. That is very true. So he walks over, he opens the door to the freezer and who tumbles out but Banya's corpse. Oh, Banya. Banya's dead. Banya is dead. Jerry, I'm dead. (laughs) That's gold, Jerry. Gold. (laughs) Heaven is gold. Uh, his throat has been slit. Yeah, and they don't really, like, go over exactly who kills him and how, but we assume it's the one person who's infected. Uh, But, you know, Banya's dead on the floor, and Mulder is, like, hovering over him, and here comes Scully and the other two, and the other two scientists are like, whoa. Mulder's looking pretty Uh, guilty. So they shut him, do they shut him in quarantine? Yeah, they quarantine him, and then he's like, I'm safer in here than all of you are out there. Oh yeah, he pulls a gun on people. Yeah, he does. He like really freaks out, he pulls out a gun, and then, um, and then Skelly pulls a gun on him, and he's like, Skelly, don't do this. And Gene Wilder has like a tire iron. Yeah, yeah, he does have a tire iron. And then, um, I guess, I don't know, I've never been in this stressful of situation, yeah. but you would think if the only symptom is anger, you would specifically make sure that you do not look angry. Yeah. Like, pulling out a gun, Mulder? He really I don't freaks know. out. 
Um, and just like keep saying, I'm not infected. I'm not infected. And then he's like, Scully, please. And Scully, I don't know, says something to convince him. She's like, oh, you may not be who you think you are. Oh, yeah. Right? And then he's like, oh shit. oh, shit. And he lowers his gun and they put him in quarantine. And he says, I'm safer in here than all of you are out yeah, there. Because, I... well, basically his point is that someone has killed Banya. And it's not him. And it's not him. So it's one of the other three. I guess they do the whole gun thing. Like, the high tension, constant high tension, because they want us to keep guessing. Yeah. And they did a good job because, actually, I didn't, the person who was infected, I didn't, didn't cross my mind a couple times, I oh, guess. really? Yeah. Okay, I, but I'm very simple. I knew so. it. <laughs> I'm very complicated. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, oh yeah, stay right here. Oh yeah. Um, this is when they do major science stuff, right? Yeah, they do some real science stuff. They're looking at blood. Uh, Gene Wilder kind of freaks out on Huffman. And then... Um, yeah, everyone's very angry. He asks her to add some of the untainted blood to the tainted blood. Uh, and she accidentally adds tainted blood to tainted blood. Tainted blood. Whoa. Uh, and then... <laughs> He, like, gets mad at her, and she runs off, and um, Skelly looks in the microscope and sees that there are two worms in there, and they actually kill each other. Yeah. So she realizes, like, hey, if we put another worm in an infected person, are they just going to kill each other and leave that person alive? Yeah. So um, they have two worms left. Yes. One from Bear, and then Skelly found another one. Yeah. Um, in one of the in other one bodies. one of the other dead bodies conveniently convenient uh so she's they want to test it on the dog first yeah so they put the worm in the dog's ear uh, it's very unpleasant no it is if that's like a thing for you i don't, don't like that just avoid those several seconds i actually didn't like that a lot no i didn't it was like very it either CG, yeah but um i didn't that um, wasn't. I did. I. I. You didn't I just like, like that. No. Yeah. So the dog kind of twitches in his crate uh, for a little bit and then lies still. And they, um, Wilder, has a like a stethoscope and puts his heart his the stethoscope to the dog, the dog's chest, and then he's like, "Hey, he's fine." And I don't know how a stethoscope could help you determine that. Well, I guess his heart rate was about normal anyways. So. Next we see the dog's just running around happily. Yeah, and the dog isn't attacking anyone, so that yeah. would also be... And a... then they mention, oh, the worms, both worms came out in his stool, in and his they were poop. dead. Yeah, they were dead. He shat them out. <laughs> shat them out. Maybe they put a, a jar to the dog's butt. And Maybe the dog... they did. Yeah. <laughs> the dog Maybe pooped in the jar. Maybe they did. Um... So, of course, we have one worm left, so we've got to help out whoever's infected, and everyone thinks it's Mulder, because yeah. he went apeshit on everyone. So, Scully basically says to Wilder and Huffman, she basically says, like, hey, let me go talk to him first. Like, I need to know that he's actually infected before we do this. Yeah. Because if he's not infected and they put another worm in him, he will die. Well, he won't die. Well, he will be infected, and there He'll will be, be no way to uninfect him. Yeah. Because all their worms are gone. Worm. Yeah. yeah. So um, she goes into this his prison and um, his quarantine and she talks to him. Now I have a question. Yeah. Uh, how does the parasite, I guess through bites? Uh, yeah, I think it's like a blood to blood thing. Okay. So I was, I was going to say, how does the parasite transfer? Because they mentioned that in the episode. Um, they're like, how does it transfer? And they're like, well, we don't know. It could be anything. Blood, hair, spit. Like. Because you, yeah, I guess you could. Maybe take the blood from Mulder if he's infected and then grow another one? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure saying. they could science up an, a, a, you know, an answer. I would say that the writers did not think that through enough for us to no, figure it no. out. Um, so Scully goes into the quarantine and Mulder's like, oh, it's so bright out. I've only been here for oh, three yeah. hours. That was silly. Oh. Um, he's like, yeah, Scully needs to know. What? What? I forget. What did she do to him? Oh, she just What asked, didn't she do what to him? Didn't you guys. Oh, oh it got steamy in that court. No, it didn't. And then Felicia the Huffman came in and ugh. Anyways. <laughs> and then dead Banya. <laughs> dead Banya just moses in. Oh boy. Um small dick Banya. <laughs> It's cold. It's cold, Jerry. It's cold, Jerry. It's cold. <laughs> I was in the pool. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Um, basically, she just says, like, I need to be sure that you're not infected. And he's like, well, yeah, because it'll kill me. Um, or, you know, I'll become infected, if not definitively murdered. Become be- infected. Yeah. C-U-M. 
Um, and so <laughs> she checks out him, the back of his shirt. She really pulls it down. She yeah, yanks it she down. yanks it. And, like, really feels up his neck meat. And then... Um, <laughs> and his non-developed, like, tr- uh, tri-muscle. Yeah. Like, and then he, she... <laughs> remember we talked about if he was, like, an otter or whatever in terms oh, yeah. of body type? He is 100% dad bod. Oh, he's there a full is, dad bod. There is not a lot of muscle definition going Not at on. all. Oh, he needs to do some shrugs, like (laughs) (laughs) Um, shrugs and squats. Yeah, and uh, so then Skelly turns around and he examines tenderly examines her neck. Well, she turns around to open the door and he grabs her. Yeah, he does. He yeah yanks her back and like starts rubbing her neck. What are you doing? Oh, Oh, hello. Sometimes a massage is just a massage. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you just need that those healing hands. Um. So. While they're in there touching each other, um, <laughs> Huffman and Wilder are basically oh. saying, well, she's going to come out of here and she's going to say that he's not infected because yeah. they got something going on. Yeah, they definitely, so, and we know they have something going on. Yeah, so Wilder and Huffman are like, well, what are, what's our play then? Uh, and then we see what their play is when Scully comes out with Mulder in tow and she's like, he's not infected. Yeah. Um, and then I examined him. I examined him and he examined me sexually. <laughs> and then... Um, Basically, Wilder grabs Mulder and wrestles him down to the floor, and Huffman slams Skelly back in the quarantine. And then they both have Mulder down on the ground, and they're about to stick a worm in his ear. Um, And then Gene Wilder sees Felicity Huffman. Yeah, Gene Wilder sees that the worm is actually in Felicity Huffman's neck. Yeah, it was gross. And he's like, oh shit, I made a mistake. And he shoves her. Yeah, he shoves her, and he says, Mulder, it's her. Um, so Mulder gets up. He lets Skelly out of the quarantine. Skelly's holding a massive, like, ice drill bit. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like she's railing of, on the door with it. It's like the size of her thigh, and she just, ugh. Yeah, and she basically, like, runs out and does a flying leap onto Huffman. And Once again, tackling. Again, tackles her to the ground. So cool. Um, and then they safely get the worm into Huffman's ear. Yes, which is, again, really gross. Super, super gross. And then they check her stool sample. Yes. <laughs> I assume. I don't know. Um, well, yeah, and then we cut to, back to Gnome Airfield. Yeah. And she's being loaded into a ambulance, and we're told by Wilder that he and Skelly and Mulder all checked out. They're yeah. all safe. And Mulder's like, I'm, oh, and he says, there's a plane that'll take you as far away from the ice as you want to go. And Mulder's like, I'm, I'm going right back there, and I'm going to, like, get all that research, and I'm going to, like, do a proper analysis with the aliens. And then, uh, Wilder's like... Well, didn't you hear? It's burnt down. Like, they burned it down. Your and people. Your people. Your people. Yeah, he says the military and the CDC burned it down. Your people. Yeah. And, and Mulder is like, just like, no. No. So once again, all the evidence is gone. All the worms are in poop. And that brings me to back to the dog situation. Um, do you think that dog was adopted? And what do you think they told the future owners about its history? <laughs> Now, you have to be real careful with Professor uh, Snacko because um, he's been through some shit. He's been through some shit. He had alien parasitic worms fight in his just brain they, to the death. Just they could have just said like, oh, he was a service dog in the Gulf War or something. <laughs> that because that dog has PTSD like no one. Oh, yeah. Have. Yeah, for sure. He's going to see an earthworm like, oh, oh, oh God, <laughs> don't put it in my ear. <laughs> woof, woof. Woof, uh, woof. <laughs> Um, yeah, they torched the place. Yeah, and so kind of our leave off is that Mulder's like, no, we can't, like, we have to do something. We can't just, like, what about that extraterrestrial life that's, like, buried 6,000 feet under the ice? And Skelly just says, leave it there. Yeah, just. And she walks away, and then he eventually turns to follow her. Because I think there is, and I saw, there was some, like, trust issues with Mulder oh, and Skelly. Oh, for sure, this. when they're, like holding the gun on each other yeah um but there's this like and i guess i see this romantic subplot almost. i think they're like starting to cook yeah it's there is some i think this is like not a pressure cooker situation but like a slow cooker situation mm-hmm. like they're a pair of like uh uh ribs yeah. a rib and a pig butt ooh, ooh. and they they're gonna sit in there for about like nine hours right yeah, yeah this is just or the start. seasons or season or seasons i don't know we just turned the slow cooker on i think yeah we're just getting that heat up now because i think there was there was i think there it has been trust issues between these two mm-hmm. lately 
And I think this was really, this is really getting into it now. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's do some rating. Uh, I rate on a spooky scale how much this uh, episode terrified me. And single-handedly, because of the worm in the ear situation, uh, I did not like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I rated, my highest rated one was Tombs, was uh, Squeeze, and that was like a 4.5. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this was a solid 3.5. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that's fair for how unnerved you were by yeah, the worm the, stuff. The worm under the skin stuff mm-hmm. really grosses me out. And I'm pretty sure, like I said before, I'm pretty sure there's more of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did I tell you one time I ate a mealworm? No. <laughs> that's so upsetting. Like, as an adult. Oh. Oh, oh, good stuff. <laughs> and then Colin had to eat one, but he was too afraid, so I had to eat his, too. Where was this? <laughs> we were doing um the giant scavenger hunt rush for the oh. BC Lung Association, and one of the stations, it was like the like amazing race. Only. You had to eat his mealworm? Yeah, the, one of the things is you had to answer trivia questions about the earth, and if you got it wrong, you had to eat a worm. And so we got two, two wrong so I ate my worm, and then Colin's like, I can't do it. <laughs> do you dry heave? Yeah. <laughs> he can't even brush his tongue. He dry heaves so much. Oh so I had to eat his worm. And at the time, I was vegetarian, so I took one for the team. Yeah, you I sure did. I took two for the team. Anyway, I will never look at mealworms the same again. It's gross. Because they shouldn't go in your ear. No. Uh, so that's my spooky scale. How about your rage scale? Uh, on a rage scale, I mean, there are a few, like, irritating dropped red herrings and stuff in this episode that bother me, but ultimately yeah. I, I liked it. I thought it was a fun ride. So um, on a rage scale from 1 to 10? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 10 being super angry and never want to watch this stupid shit again. Yeah, 10 being full Hulk. Yeah. Um, I would give it maybe a 2 or 3. Okay. So it's not that bad. No, it's pretty but, good. But you're right. The Some of the red herrings that they did drop kind of bugged me too yeah i like it better when a red herring is brought up and then later on is like um logic or explained i away. guess the problem with this show is i was brought in as a child thinking this show is so complicated yeah and there's so much like underlying storyline etc etc thinking that like everything was thought out by the writers yeah but then when i was watching it like there was a lot of drop plot points yeah or plot points that really don't make because sense. i think they just try to fit too many twists into yeah. an episode and then th- things don't hook up properly yeah and i was i'm actually kind of disappointed about that well, maybe it gets more complicated later on yeah i, I think that it's possible i mean i've only really been in season one so yeah yeah um, um okay so we did our predictions i think oh we have our own personal X-Files, don't we, Allison? Yeah, we do. Oh, my God. Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Because we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get affected, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X-File. Uh, so if you saw on our Facebook, you can look us up uh, just double X-Files on Facebook and also Twitter. Yeah. Uh, and also that's our uh uh, a website as well if you want our podcast which is what you're listening to right now um we went on a big trip we went to oregon uh i went to seaside oregon and long beach oregon and then we met up um with allison and her crew in portland oregon and we saw some weird stuff in portland mm-hmm. uh what is the coolest weirdest thing that you think you saw in portland oh boy can i tell you mine yeah Please do. The, the, um, the dildos. They were good. Yeah. They were good. Yeah. So we were told there were mythical dildos that someone strung up on power lines like they do shoes, only it was a dildo and a butt plug. Mm-hmm. And we found one. Yeah. Off of Belmont. We were very excited to it have found really that. It was really cool. Yeah. So the mythical, <laughs> the mythical string dildos on power lines in Portland, we found them. They're real. <laughs> I think... I- Oh, I think what unnerved me the most uh, was the the actual cryptid sightings of the many Portland hipsters. Oh, yeah. The Portland hipster is a huge cryptid. It is a different flavor than the Vancouver hipster, that's yeah. for sure. It, they've got attitude. It's a, They are intense. We took a lot of blurry photos. I don't think anyone will believe us. <laughs> no, they're like, uh, I don't think you really saw a man with a mustache like that. <laughs> that can't exist, but it does. We believe. <laughs> um, we also went to, we went to OMSI and saw the Ripley's Believe It or Not thing. That was yeah. pretty cool. We got some pictures of that. Uh, we went to Cat Cafe, guys. Cat Cafe was a delight. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, but the kind of highlight of the end of our trip um, 
was <laughs> Allison uh, messaged me and she said, oh my God, David Duchovny is coming. I'm like, okay, I'm buying tickets right now. Okay. And I'm thinking this is like a meet and greet. Like, like he's going to sit on the stage and tell us all his stories. But guys, he sings. Yeah, it was a it was a, a concert with him. He put out an album, so he was doing musics. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, I, I knew what it was. Oh, did you? I, I had no clearly idea. Clearly, should have explained. Better. I I was like, I'm down, David Duchovny. I'm down. Um, so it was at a venue in Gastown. We went. We had some tacos beforehand. Yeah, it was good. Just to really guess up. And we, and we had the conversation of what kind of music do you think David Duchovny does? Yeah. And what did, well, you guessed like upright bass. I thought it was like a jazz band and he played the upright bass. Like yes, a kind of situation. And I guessed um, uh, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, you said Bruce, Bruce Springsteen, which, which I, I could see. I feel like both of our descriptions together, like them having one baby kind of nails it kind of nailed it yeah Yeah. he um it was described uh via a i think it was um a verge article or something uh it was he his music is c grade tom petty dad rock that is exactly what it was and it was super tom petty it wasn't awful it wasn't awful it was super chill yeah it was was super chill all the songs kind of sounded similar but what really excited us was that he did one cover that evening, and neither of us could have anticipated oh, yeah. the cover, which was Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots 2 uh, by the Flaming Lips. Which, if you would have played it, I wouldn't have heard that it was that song, because it sounded like other ones. Um, no, and I was thinking he was going to do, like, Jack and Diane, or, like, Glory Days, or all those, like, really cool dad... My dad listens to that. Stuff. Yeah. So, but it was it was flaming lips. So that was super cool. It was it was really he was cool. Hit. He seemed like he was having a good time. Yeah. People were very supportive and oh yeah, gave we him also lots thought, of love. We also thought like, who is the audience to this? Yeah. And it was it was females our age. Yeah, it definitely was. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of it was a lot of ladies uh, and or uh, lady type. So I think just people that like grew up watching the X Files or later got into it. Ladies. Or people that know him. I think there were a lot of people that knew him from Californication. Oh, yeah. Because someone, like, shouted Hank Moody at him or something. And I was like, really? That is the show? Okay. <laughs> Not the Red Shoe Diaries? No. Also a good one. <laughs> Pretty similar. Oh. Um, yeah, so that was quite that was quite the X-File man. We were glad that we went. Yeah, we had... We- we stood for, I think, three songs. We were very close. We took lots of... We have videos and pictures, so you can look at our Tumblr, uh, Fuck Yeah Double X Files, or our our uh, Facebook, mm-hmm. which is just Double X Files, and we put up videos and stuff. Uh, but after taking videos and stuff, we just went to the back. Yeah, there was a nice couch that we sat on and, yeah. like, had beers and we, listened. We had our first... I like... We had Cronenbergs. They were really good. Yeah, yeah, we were true hipsters that night. Yeah, we were super, super true hipsters. Social media-ing. Like, yeah. As we, um yeah so it was cool oh the other cool thing was um his band t-shirt is a picture of himself as a kid oh yeah yeah that was pretty cool that was pretty cute i did not have the 15 dollars to buy it but next time should have bought his vinyl yeah (laughs) yeah vinyl i don't know i hope so so. (laughs) (laughs) uh so uh david duchovny singing super chill uh if he is in your town give him some love have some beers sit in the back listen to his music super chill dad rock it was kind of it was an experience it was fun yeah i was glad we went yeah it was good so i think it is time for our next prediction yes anything could happen based on a name anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game tell me courtney what's it gonna be a way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety um, and I am, so far, I am seven of eight, uh, which is astounding. And I'm sure, so there are some people out there like, Courtney, you're totally looking up this shit. And I promise you, I don't care enough to do that. <laughs> um, uh, oh, boy. so I guess I'll have to make even, I guess I'll have to make even more stupid, like, predictions. So I lose a couple. I thought the thing was even more stupid. I don't know. I didn't think it would do the thing. 
Yeah, I didn't think that they would go so close to the thing, that's for sure. Okay. But, uh, okay, so it's time for... Prediction. The prediction of the next episode. So the episode title for the next episode, uh, season one, episode nine, is Space. <sighs> okay, um, Mulder and Scully go to the International Space Station. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it, let's see. <laughs> Cut print. Uh, that would be my ridiculous one, but I feel like I need to obtain my reputation. Um... We're, we're in the 90s. Were they, like, into Mars yet? Or are we still on the moon? I think they were into Mars in They the were 90s. into Mars? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to say... Okay. First prediction, part one, is Mulder and Scully get to go on the International Space Station. Uh, and there's, like, a murdering rampage by, like, Russians. Uh, but I think that's so stupid that I'm going to give you another one. Um, my real prediction is um, NASA needs help. Because weird things are happening on Mars. Okay. NASA's going to call them in. And, and say, like, hey, weird stuff is happening on Mars. Come help us. And it's an X-File. Okay. I don't know what kind of weird stuff. Do I have to predict what kind of weird stuff? Um, Give it a shot. Um, uh, aliens. Okay. <laughs> Solid prediction. Real in-depth. Love the detail. Um... They find evidence of aliens? And, oh, okay. So Mulder's going to go to NASA, and Mulder is smarter than everyone, mm-hmm. of course, and he finds evidence of aliens uh, from, like, NASA pictures or shit mm-hmm. or of, of the moon or Mars or whatever. And then this whole episode is him trying to uncover the truth. Okay. <laughs> That's I, my prediction. We'll see. We will see. Okay, so NASA and aliens. Cool. Okay. Uh, until then, remember, guys, the, the truth, truth is out, out there. there.